Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And go! Hey! What's going on? Hello. This is the Board Game Snobs Podcast. It is. The uh, the podcast about uh, board games and other things. I'm sorry, I got I was looking at you were looking at your phone. You're distracted. I was looking at my Facebook. I'm your what? Do you, what's on Facebook? Uh, actually, some of our listeners are posting some interesting stuff. Oh, there! Uh, I hate to tell you this, it was clacking off here just a moment ago. Oh my gosh, uh, Facebook is too much drama. That's, too much drama. No, Twitter. Not in our group though. No, not in our group. Our group is low key and chill. Uh, it Netflix is. and chill. We uh, I don't know about that. Why? Because Netflix and chill is like I don't, I don't quite understand. sex. Yeah, like that's not what that means. Why, why, how did Netflix and chill come to mean sex? How did it? Be- why does everything go back to sex? How do you lure someone over to your home with Netflix? With Netflix, don't they have their own account? You would think. I guess you when you it's, say chill, no, it's that when you say chill, I say you want to come over with for some Netflix and chill. Wink. It's eight dollars a month. Wink. It's eight dollars a month. Like, but listen, it's the chill part. I don't get it. Apparently, chill means and sex. We got we got listeners oh, that and coitus. Coitus. Use terms that maybe young children won't know if they're fornication. Right. Yes. Fornication. No. If you're not married, fornication. No breeding. <laughs> was that Papa Roach? Yes. Another famous Australian. Papa Roachsy. Ooh, that was good. You were going places with that, but you didn't. Papa, Papa. I love, love the lady that sings that song, Lady Gaga. I, I like the rend- Gaga over Lady Gaga. I like the rendition that other people did of her music. I don't. Lady Gaga to me, I don't like the fact. I, okay, easy now. Have you heard her music <laughs> recently where she actually is a singer and not her pop garbage? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna comment about her pop garbage or her or question her ability as a singer. Okay. I think obviously she has some talent. I'm not arguing that major talent. I do not like when they do this weird disguise type thing persona you know what i mean mm-hmm. i don't like that how do you feel about that um I, I can see what you're saying it's like i guess it depends on how you start off like if what makes it big who is uh, promoting you generally it's the big wigs and that's my thing i think when she first started off like the big wigs the record companies are like we need you to be this and this and this type of way and she was and she did it Mm-hmm. Now I think she's gotten down to her real self. I don't know her real name, if that's what you're talking about. Like, why aren't they just being themselves? Yeah. But, I mean, that's a lot, a lot of people. Like, Tom, uh, John Wayne's name wasn't John Wayne. It was Marion. Marion what? Something. Barry. It was Marion something. I think he was the mayor of but Washington, D.C. It's, it's very hypocritical because we are literally Daft Punk. And nobody could prove otherwise, beside <laughs> the fact that you're like 150 pounds heavier than the pitcher. It doesn't make any difference. I use mirrors yes. and smoke. Smoke and mirrors. mirrors. Ooh. And Jenny Craig. I love <laughs> Right before show. You go hard on Jenny Craig about a month before show. You look good after that. Keto, baby. It's all about bashing it out. Then after that, you can just- Jameson is keto. Keto approved. Is it? I love There's Jameson. no carbs in whiskey. Let me tell you about There's Jameson. no carbs in any hard liquor. Let me tell you about Jameson, why I like Jameson. Go ahead. A very rough time in my life. I think you've told the story before. A friend of mine gave me a bottle of Jameson. I had never had Jameson before. And now I like associate Jameson, the taste of Jameson. With a good friend. With that, no, but with the idea of it being like you've gone through something and you're done with it. Gotcha. Like it's a conclusion. Like if I drink a Jameson, so when you're drinking that right now with me, you're like we've been through this podcast together. It's like I'm I'm literally like going backwards. You're I'm, at peace. I'm inverted. I'm like in tenant. I'm you're going chilling. backwards. I'm done with this. You're ready to net and you're and start. Chill. I am so chilled out right now. You're so chilled. This is I a- love Jameson. Uh, I have I started off on bourbon, but it's way too Bernie for me now. Bernie Sanders, mm, feel the burn. And I don't like the way the bourbon burns, but Irish and Scotch. It hurts twice. Or smoother. Uh, well, obviously. 
But bourbon's meant to be spicy. It's meant to be something that, and I'm not saying that you're drinking it wrong, but I'm personally, there's only very few bourbons that I like straight. I do like bourbons mixed with various things like old fashions and anything that I'm going to mix. I won't use scotch. I won't use whiskey. I will use a strong bourbon that's very spicy because it adds that certain amount of flavor to it. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that nine banded and, and there's just various other bourbons. Uh, Bubba's a big bourbon fan. Oh. Hashtag Bubba. Jerry. Yes. Speaking of alcohol, we like to drink here at Board Games We like to have fun here. We do enjoy having fun. Lots of it. And it's not just due to drinking. Not in Sometimes excess. drinking can enhance it, but whatever. Drinking doesn't. That's a personal enha- opinion. Drinking doesn't enhance anything. It doesn't? No. It depresses me. It does. I'm sad. It brings us down. <laughs> I'm a sad man, we therefore be, I'm drinking. We, it's a vicious cycle. We could be having much more funners. You think so? We could. Well, we should stop. No, let's keep going. Okay. Okay, speaking of which, though, uh, this just lit the Twittersphere on fire. Mm-hmm. Okay, as of this recording yesterday. Bruno Fiduty? Fiduty. Fiduty? Fiduty. You have a Fiduty. As of now, his name's Bruni Bruni, Bruni Fiduty. Well, I don't know. That wasn't funny. Um, oh, that wasn't good? No. It's right there, though. Fiduty? No, it's just... Duty. Like, people call it... Sometimes they just call it duty anyway. Low-hanging fruit. Well, okay. What is wrong with low-hanging fruit? There's it's a... right there. It's fresh. It's ripe. It's delicious. Try for it. It's delicious. Reach for it, man. <laughs> no. I love low-hanging fruit. No. Low-hanging fruit. It, okay. No LHF. Bruno Faduti yes. had po- posted on Twitter something to the effect of, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have it right in front of me, because he deleted it. Ooh, when you delete a tweet. When you delete it, you done messed up. I'm not on Twitter. I'm banned. Uh, something to the effect of... Don't business advice. Don't do business people with people that don't drink because you can't trust them. Wait a minute. So wait a minute. Let me back up. So he said that he won't do business with people who don't drink. That don't drink. You can't trust them. First off, we all know that there's only one constant in this world. And it's if if you like big butts, then you cannot lie. So obviously. No other brother can deny. That's who you do business with. I have no idea. He was was he joking? He was just joking. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. That's the thing. He got lit up. Everybody's saying, "Well, obviously, this is a ridiculous take." There's scads of reasons people don't drink: health, religious. You know uh, who doesn't drink and who I trust? Who? Dan Thoreau. Dan Thoreau is oh. So then Dan Thoreau goes on to quote. Uh, he oh. says something to the effect of, well, I don't trust people that don't inject meth into their left ear. And he said something ridiculous, par- making you know, parodying this whole thing. And uh, yeah, it's absolutely insane so, that this well-known board game designer. I'm sure he was. Would just, su- are you sure he's not being funny? Because I would say the reactions like to his quote. Did not seem to take what he said as funny. I'll say that. Did he put JK after it? No, there was no JK. Oh, snap. LOL. Uh, so if you were to not to skirt the issue, but I'm about to. About to skirt this. Um, I discourage you. Do you, is there anything somebody would do that you wouldn't trust? Like to reverse Why? that. Like, like, no, like one thing. Like if this person does this or they don't do this, I don't, don't trust, trust them. them. Don't trust them. No, because then you're judging on appearance, and appearances can be misleading. Uh, here's one thing that I I definitely have a problem with. Like, oh, it's okay. So you're going to go to something. I'm, about to be some, I'm trying to be all nice about no, it. No, no, because I will judge people harshly. Like, if you don't tip, I am a stingy tipper. I'm not going to lie. I have a problem. Back in my younger years, I was not a very good tipper. And tipping is a thing that we do in the United States. Because I, reasons I don't know I don't like it I wish they'd just pay everybody money. Uh, I th- is that is it true that like in European countries like it's there's no such thing like you just pay the it, person in some places they don't tip I think in France that might be a thing like you don't tip I think well they just get what they're gonna get yeah you get what you're gonna get 
And okay, that's, so that's what uh, what's your, how does this how does this go back to what Bruno did? I'm just saying is that is there something that someone would do or not do that would make you not trust him? And my thing would be, I don't know why I'm singing this. Would be is that if somebody does <laughs> and a tip, I don't know why. it would make me weirded out. It's like I don't know if I could trust this person. They don't tip. I actually had somebody. Okay, okay. Well, well here's the thing. Here's the difference between you and Bruno. Would you tweet that? Uh, yeah. If <laughs> you don't you say, tip, if you don't tip, I won't go into business. If you don't tip, I won't go into business yes, with you. Yes. For instance, there was oh, a, when I was working. See, on, I feel like you're landing us on the wrong side of this take. Well, no. I'm How not, do you? Okay. Well, stop. Stop. His statement was: If you don't drink, I don't want to do business with you. There's something weird about you. Basically, I don't trust you. But how me, do you feel about that phrase? Uh, how I feel about that phrase is one: I think he's French, isn't he? I believe so. I don't know. But whatever his so. culture might be, it might be that drinking is just a cultural thing. And that might just be part of his culture. And does he thinks that that's a norm? Just like in my culture, it might a be norm something. Norm McDonald. Norm McDonald. And Norm McDonald is a norm in our country. And that type of dry humor and this type of tipping your waitress or waitressers. Waitressers? Waiters. Okay. <laughs> waitress. I, literally, I literally forgot how to say waiters there for a moment. <laughs> This speaking is, of drinking, speaking of, I tip my waiters <laughs> and my waitresses. Um, yeah, it's like a it's a social norm, and it would weird me out to be somewhere where someone says I just don't tip. You went back to tipping. We're talking about drinking. It's, I'm making the comparison. Do you not understand? Uh, no, I don't. It's social so, norms. Okay, so a Bruno Faduti, whether or not he was joking, that's the freaking thing about Twitter. Nobody can tell tone. You just say JK. You have to put a smiley, a laughy face or I just, JK. I do that. Uh, I do that all the time. JK. I don't say anything. Okay. That's a, uh, Do you put emojis on stuff? I don't. I just say JK. I'm an emoji guy. I don't use emojis Because I feel it does help me produce I the- have no emojis. I, <laughs> I know. I lack emoji. I like to put emojis because it does help put what you're saying into a emotional context. Right. Are you joking what you're saying? Are you being serious? Whatever. Bruno Faduti, whether he was, if he was joking, it did not come across and he it, unleashed people upon him. It certainly leaves one to wonder, like because he made seven wonders. That was a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, JK. I think that. Like I said, it, it may have been just a gaffe. Or okay, a but, okay, but, but no, 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 what no, if no. it wasn't? So I'm, I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Let's okay. just assume that it wasn't. So in his culture, let's say he is French or some other culture, that drinking is the norm, and that is a normal thing. And you are now encountered with a business prospect, and I'm not defending Bruno. I think that what's stupid to post anything on Twitter, or especially that. You just shouldn't post anything on Twitter. Twitter's a cesspool of ingrates. Quote me. And hatred. And hatred. <laughs> Not like Facebook. Um, but to say that this is abnormal, I don't know if I would go into business with somebody, that would be the same as me saying, and this is why I'm using that comparison. If somebody were not to engage in a social norm that I think is a requisite of good behavior, such as tipping or something of that nature, it would make me question whether or not that person is trustworthy. I will use this illustration. I worked with somebody for many years uh, when I was working at the fire department, and one day while we were driving the ambulance back from a transfer, he rolled down the window and proceeded to throw out his his trash, a 64-ounce... Oh, that's a good point. ...big gulp, and then reaches over and grabs... He threw out his big gulp out the window because we'd stopped at a gas station. And then he reaches over and grabs a bag of trash and is about to throw it out the window. And as he's about to throw it out the window, I grabbed his arm and said, what are you doing? He says, well, the prisoners will pick it up. And he goes on to proceed to tell me that, you know, the local county prisoners that go around picking up trash on the side of the road, they'll pick it up so it's not really littering. And I said, <laughs> I, have been on this pl- oh, wow. I have been on this planet for 30-something years at the time. I have literally one time accidentally dropped something out of my car window and I went back and looked for it. Since then, what do you do? I still do. I can't bring myself to throw something out because it's littering. I feel the same way. So 
I wouldn't go into business. That's bis- how I was raised, if I you was, might say. If I was going into business. To litter, like, if you litter, like, I, okay. Jamie I'm Steg- say. Ja- no, stop. Jamie Stegmeyer calls me up and says, Jerry, here you have a game that you're designing. And I go meet him somewhere, and we're driving, and we're going somewhere in his car. He probably drives a Tesla or some sort of weird thing. And we're driving That's around. Some sort of boat-based device. And he rolls down. he's wearing his deck shoes. He rolls down his window and proceeds to throw trash mm-hmm. out the window. I would completely go, what in the world is going on? It would cause you to judge that person. Obviously. From your own personal experience. Now, to go back to Bruno. But see, that's a lot of nuance. I know, but go back to Bruno. Okay, going back to Bruno. I think that's a dumb thing to judge somebody by, is alcohol intake. Right. Because there are religious reasons why someone wouldn't drink. There's some people who choose not to drink. Health reasons? My liver's about to explode. Exactly. Your <laughs> liver is so fat. <laughs> it's fatty liver. It's fat. My liver weighs more than I do. It's PhD. Um, but my, my point is, is that that's kind of a weird statement. It's, I, a, it's a very foolish statement to make. But here's the thing. If Bruno would have said that at a convention while he was being interviewed and said, oh, I wouldn't go into business with someone who doesn't drink, he may have said, sounded very coy and funny. You can't get across emotion on Twitter or Facebook. Mm, tone is lost. Tonal inference is lost. I don't even know if that's a phrase. I just oh, made no. it yeah, I, thought, I think you meant to say tone, but you went tonal, and then you like had to put up another word to back it up. But you noticed that it sounded good. It sounded good. Tonal, like tonal inference might be a thing, and I would never know. Tonal inference. It sounds good. <laughs> it does. I'm going to utilize that. I'm putting that on Wikipedia right now. T- <laughs> T- tonal I. inference. Same thing as tone. Yes, <laughs> I, oh, phrases that you use all the time that you don't realize that are redundant. I grew up saying mental mentality. This really? ha- this haunts me. The mental to, mentality of this that haunts me to this day. That was a foolish thing to say. Because I would say mental mentality. <laughs> what other mentality is and there? Nobody corrected emotional me. mentality. Nobody corrected me till I was tw- spiritual mentality. Till I was twenty years old. But, hey, you know what? There is a spiritual mentality to people. Mental mentality might not be wrong. No, I think it's wrong because it's implying. What's your mentality? Well, I have a very spiritual mentality. Well, the, I'm thinking of God. Well, so what? What is mental though? Is it? It's not scientific uh, because that would be scientific. I would think that's just maybe your brain chemistry, where you're operating. So yeah, so we're all mental. We all have a mental mentality. Okay, yeah, I guess that's see, your see, point. That's the thing. See your point. Okay, let's put a pin in this Bruno Fiduti thing. I don't want to. I if, don't want to ever hear from Bruno again. You're dead to me. <laughs> oh, and the bad thing was Antoine Balza. Oh, no. Liked his tweet. Oh, no. And uh, so now both of them are in the same boat. Oh, no. So we here at the Board Game Snobs, we enjoy drinking. It, it, but you're correct. And A, Twitter is a terrible place. Nobody, oh, can, nobody can get your tone. If he was joking, it was a bad joke. He messed up. He deleted his tweet. And then he said all these publishers were coming at him saying, are you talking about me? And he's like, blah, blah, blah. Bad joke to make. You just can't put that type of stuff on Twitter when you're a person with clout. Yeah. If you're a nobody, nobody cares what you say. They won't even see it. I mean, if you're joking, not joking. If if he's serious about this, like you say, Maybe it's, he doesn't understand. It's his perspective, the way he was raised. Do I think it's wrong? Yes. Do uh, Clearly, many hundreds of other people also felt the same way. That's a bad take to have because people don't drink for various reasons. And, hey, I wish I never started drinking. You do? I've, done, I've gone down a wormhole. I can't <laughs> stop. Uh, no, there's just a worm in your bottle. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. I no. drank that. Oh, but uh, so yeah, bad take, Bruno. I do feel the need to give this take because this is something that you, okay, you have not you've not looked at this because unfortunately we're recording this particular episode. Are Ooh. we gonna do another hot take thing? I don't know how many how many uh, hot topics are we gonna wade into. This is a hot topic and oh it's actually going on right now on our Facebook page. So this is probably gonna be like two weeks old by the time this oh episode comes out. So I need. I you, don't like really delving into these territories. Well, it's too bad. So you're just gonna have to go with me. Where's now. Bubba? We need Bubba. Get Bubba on the phone. Bubba's busy. So basically what happened is, and let me just give you a I'm going to listen. Okay. Well, let me give you a listen. I'll just talk to you about it. So the Board Game Geek Group posted something about Funko Games that is releasing a game called The Goonies. Perhaps you've heard of it. Love The Goonies. The Goonies. Okay. So The Goonies. Sloth? Is that his name? I can't remember his name. That's the guy with the googly eye? Yeah. 
Uh, the Goonie Eye? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anyways, so to get to the point, Funko left out the female leads in the base game only to announce that the same day that they are going to monetize the female characters in an expansion. So somebody posted in the Board Game Geek group that we should be looking to add inc- inclusivity to our hobby, but not through monetization. So anyways, this gets... Sloth is a member of the Fratelli family, by the way. Right. So they go on, and this gets posted in our, our Facebook group, basically saying, you know, how do we feel about this? Uh, and so essentially what has happened is that now there's this argument going around in, in board gaming about the Goonies because who were the Goonies? Wasn't it the four boys and the girls were secondary? Did they leave the girls out intentionally to monetize them in an expansion? Blah, 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 blah. Well, um, the original Goonies in the TV show was the, the, the four boys, right? I don't know. It's been such a long time. I assumed that. Uh, so Daryl Vaughn posted, this is unnormally too, but this is one that's hooked me such an important topic and such a ridiculous example, but obviously not everyone agrees with me. Uh, he, he went on to post something regarding just about how this is kind of one of those things. And so I'm utilizing this as an example because, of course, this thread went on in our Facebook group and I didn't really, um, I didn't really comment on it. Uh, several people brought out about how they might get what you mean by your post, but you can't expect everyone to feel the same way about which inclusion is more important. I personally think that it is a problem with today's PC culture in this situation. Whichever character would be left out, you could expect someone else to be upset. These are just some comments that were posted in our board game group. Anyways, and so then we had several other people asking us to comment on it, and then we had several other people saying, please don't comment on it. No because, comment. I don't yeah. like to comment. <laughs> saying that please remain in a political safe space okay. where we enjoy nothing but game discussions and professional <laughs> rambling. Before you proceed, I, I literally just Googled Goonies. Right. A Goonie Googled. Googled. The picture that shows up has the four boys. It has Corey Haim, who is Mikey, Jeff Cohen, who is Chunk, uh, Data, who is, I'm sorry, I, this is the Asian actor, Short Round. Short and round. then uh, Sean Astin. Right. Corey Haim, Sean, uh, Corey Haim. Sorry, I said Sean Astin. It's Corey Haim, Jeff Cohen, uh, Short Round, and the other boy. So it's the four boys on literally on the post when you're referring to the actual Goonies Club. Right. So just just putting that out there. So so here's 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 my point about this, and this is two things. So one, you could see very easily how a designer would make a game about the Goonies and just make a game regarding the various male leads. And then I don't I, my point being is that I don't think that they purposely left out the female characters in the game only to monetize them. Okay, so sorry. I was Googling Goonies as you were speaking. So people are complaining that the 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 ladies, the females, the girls aren't in the original. They're in a expansion. Correct. That you would have to pay extra for to get. Right. So here's and I thought you weren't gonna comment on it. You're getting you're talking an awful lot. So I'm gonna <laughs> Uh, no, I'm just trying to get the facts straight because I'm I'm literally Googling the Goonies because I loved that movie. Right. And I remember the actual, the Goonies is the four boys. Right. Uh, so I, if I, you're I playing the game, I mean, if you're playing the movie, right. then you would have everybody in it. Right. But I don't know what their scenario is. I don't even know the game that's being talked about. So, but. so my point, my point is, is that, and this is, this is my take on all this. Number one. I'm very neutral, whatever it is. I'm right in the middle. Not, no, you're not going to well, be on this because okay. you're going to agree with me wholeheartedly. On okay. This, I okay. So, number one, a lot of people probably realize that occasionally we wade into the waters of giving our opinions about hot topics. And Which this, is usually a bad idea. This is normally a bad idea. <laughs> it's a bad idea. But can, I, can you name one time it went wrong? Um, well, thankfully, not enough people listen to us, so no. That's right. <laughs> so, the reason that we are able... Thank you, unpopularity. Yes. The reason that we're able to give our opinion and go about our business is because it is very difficult. Nobody to, cares what the board game stops. Yeah, no, no, it's very difficult to give your opinion at all in this day and age without somebody having a problem with what you oh, just yeah. said. So my point being is simply this. I think that board games are an important form of entertainment. 
I love the fact that you're able to kind of utilize these various themes. I think that inclusivity and all these representation and all these various other aspects are important. I do feel like that sometimes there is so much drama, and I will use the term drama, stirred up on Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be, regarding board games and board game media, that it's unnecessary. That <laughs> the, the importance. It's like board games. You're freaking kidding me, right? And so, on a world scale, where all manner of tragedy and horrificness and everything else is taking place, let's talk about board games, right? And so, I I feel that although it's that could be an easy argument to make, to be able to ignore this small niche hobby niche i do think it's important to my nephew and my niche to make sure that everybody's included and so forth and represented and so forth represented another another word i, I am making up <laughs> so many good words today i am the master of all the words i would like mental mentality to be represented in what was the other one i can't recall the uh, tonal inference oh yes, tonal inference it. i've done for god <laughs> But my point being is that not everything needs to be beaten with a stick. Not not every hill is a hill to die on. Uh, that's I was. That's a good point. I, I grew up with my and just okay, whatever. I'm not going to go into it. But I have often been told, "Pick your battles." Right, and I'm not saying that this is not a worthwhile battle. I mean, I think that this is something that, of course. I don't know. That I do not want to have... My uh, point of view is meaningless. It doesn't really matter. See, that's what irritates me. It, 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 um, okay, caveat. It burns me up when you say that. Why? Because you go on saying, you give your opinion. You interrupt me to give your opinion and then say it's useless. It's if pointless. it wasn't pointless, you'd shut up about it. Well, because that's because you think your opinion is God's gift. Right. So why can't we find why can't we find a happy medium? All right, let's meet in the middle. All right. So slightly important. Slightly important. <laughs> Listen to board game snobs. Our opinions are slightly important. important. My point is, is that there are a lot of media types that are in the board game media realm that they do latch on to these these calls to arms regarding whatever the situation might be, whether it might be representation in board games and so forth. And they like to talk about it and they like to drum up support and like to go on about it. I think that's perfectly fine. I think that's a great deal that we're able to look at board games and realize where there's been some things that need to change. Uh-huh. For instance, you might not be paying much attention because I know you haven't been tuned into the board game world. No. But, but Frost Haven, the sequel to Gloomhaven, okay. uh, Isaac Childers announced that he was going to have some deep cuts and some rewrites, I guess, in regards to it, that he felt like some of his material may be... What he worried about, I guess, he thought might not be um, sensitive enough, that he thought that there was something wrong with it. So he hired some people to look through the material, and he was doing actual some rewrites oh, on very Frosted. Nice. People took up and are freaking out about it. Oh, my God. Because they don't, quote, unquote, want PC culture in their board game. <laughs> How dare you put this in this fantasy world completely made up? So you see that there is zero way to uh, win this. You can't win. You can't There's win. no winning. The only thing that you can do that is a quote-unquote win is to do your best in whatever realm it is to uphold and to make people feel comfortable and to try to be as inclusive and as you can and be able to, to be as sensitive to other people's feelings as you can. But at the same time, realize that every time you're beating that drum, that call to arms, you can only cry wolf so many times, and the fact not is, not on Twitter. Not it's on just tw- a nonstop. Well, well, I don't, I don't, I don't count Twitter as and not being, even Twitter. I mean, just in general, it's everything. No, 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 it's not everything. It is literally not everything. It's just simply the fact that you view Twitter as being the gauge for which society responds, <laughs> yeah, and it's true. not. It yeah. simply is not. No, but the vast majority of people do not care about certain issues it's only when they're brought to light that people go oh yes this is important i guess we should do something about it people lose interest when it's constantly thrust upon them and then you get people who make well-meaning comments about look i just want to play a board game i don't want to have to deal with 
all these other areas. And then, of course, those people get attacked and back and forth and back and forth. It's a very tiresome thing. Well, it's because they're getting attacked because people that live in the minority uh, do have to deal with that. And that is their real life. Correct. And so, you so s- like, oh, my real life, I have to deal with this crap. So guess what? Frack you. Right. So, and so then just the battles continue. So you see this circular issue that takes place anyways. I just thought that that was an interesting thing that got brought up here recently. So we said a whole lot. What's your final thing? My final thing? I don't really have a final thing. I like to let just people talk about whatever they want to talk about. Well, this is my deal. Uh, Yeah. Y'all could. uh, And I say y'all because I don't engage in any of it. They can fight. They can go back and forth. My thing is, A, treat everybody. This is generic and cliche. Treat everybody with respect. Uh, be courteous. Be nice. Be kind. Don't be a douche. If somebody has an opinion different from yours, you may not understand it. You may not understand their perspective. And of course, if, if, if even at that, it's like, well, maybe they're an extremist. Maybe they're double. It's like there's so many things that you cannot compute. It's like okay, you can try to do your best to say, okay, I can see where you're coming from. I will try to understand and let you have your opinion. But then there's some people that are straight up terrible people with bad takes. And you're like, okay, you know what? Just forget it. I think that's a good point because I think that essentially you have to give people the benefit of the doubt. I also don't believe that the designers of Goonies thought to themselves, you know what, we're going to exclude all the female leads. Now, was this an accident? Was this something that they maybe could have corrected and could have caught? Yeah. Is this something that could have been brought to their attention? Yes. Is this something to get up in arms about? Probably not. I do think that well, it's important what to it have, is. and at least they do have this idea that they're going to have this expansion and these various other things, and maybe they'll they'll fix that. But I, I don't think that people realize that there is a learning curve and that there are not... People there, can learn. It's progression. It's stupidity and progression. And no matter who you are, you are going to make mistakes in this realm. The thing about Funko Pop is they have to make some money. They want to make some money. So, hey, we're coming up with this expansion. I would say it's all monetarily based. Could and be. I could... I, and I mean, I mean... They're a business. They have to make money. Business. They probably didn't even, they, I, I, no, I'm not guaranteeing. I would, for me, in my own mind, I'm like, they probably didn't even think about that. They just thinking, hey, we can make some extra cash if uh, the original Goonie Squad is Sean Ashton, Corey Haim, uh, Data, and uh, Chunk. But then you come in with the girls, they come in with the movie, and yeah, yeah, we can make some more mouth. Mouth was Corey Feldman. Yeah. Who was your favorite? I actually kind of like Corey Feldman. I've always liked Corey Feldman. Okay, I'm just I'm, I'm glad we agree on that. I'm glad we agree on that. Because he, to me, he was a good actor, and he was always like sassy and smart mouth. Yeah, yeah. And Sean Astin was always very earnest. All right, move on. So yes, thank you for realizing. How many other uh, touchy subjects can we go into? Uh, let's see. What's your take on? <laughs> let's see. Insert. Let's see. Red here. Rising. Oh, my Lord. Communists. <laughs> the communists are rising. Oh, you're talking about Jamie Stegmeier. Uh, the Stonemeyer game, Red Rising, uh, designed by... Are you by, calling him a communist? <laughs> I have said none of those words. How dare you? You got political real Desi- fast. Designed by Jamie and someone else, because I don't have Board Game Geek pulled up in front of me. Comrade Stegmeier. <laughs> no, it's a YA book. In a fantasy world. Oh, so it's like football, And huh? red is like the color of your blood or something? I don't know. That's your hemoglobin. <laughs> is blood blue in your veins? Everybody wants to know. I mean, it's darkish blue, darkish red. Until it, hit, until it hits the air? I thought that was fake. I mean, it's no, your veins look bluish, but the, the blood is just darkish red. Oh, uh, okay. Why are my veins blue? Because that's their color. dabba dee dabba do. This is what they are. Oh, I'm about to ask you this. Ask me. Seriously. Seriously. I was driving down the road the other day. <laughs> As one does. <laughs> this car in my truck, my 18-wheeler, mm-hmm. this car foolishly passes me on a hill, 
double yellow lines, and I don't know what they are in other countries, but double yellow lines means don't pass here in America. Mm. So don't pass me. He's passing me on a hill. I'm not supposed to pass. And in my mind, like I was thinking. This is the hill you want to die on? <laughs> is this the hill you want to die on, sir? Like, what if another car came and I and I was just visual because a few days before there was a car upside down in a ditch and but the cops and everything was already there. Yeah. But I thought to myself, what if I saw like literally what if right in front of my eyes, this car head on collides into another car for being an idiot and these two cars crash (laughs) and okay, so I'm driving. So I I'm compelled (laughs) according to the Good Samaritan law. I can't just be like, oh, I didn't see that. Keep on going. Just do like they do it all straight. Just be, I am the night rider. And just drive off like you're in Mad Max. No, I can't do that. I oh, have to pull over. And what are you going to do? That's my question to you. Change your underwear? As a EMT, first responder, savior of mankind, Chuck Norris. Thank you. What am I supposed to do? Do I? Is there anything I can do to help someone, or do I just call nine one one and hope for the best? Roundhouse kick to the face, uh, <laughs> to the grill. So first off, because like what? Okay, go ahead. I, I will. I will tell you. Number one, yes, just call nine one one and block traffic. Like that. That is. So li- I can do that as a civilian. That is, and li- I won't get in trouble. That is literally the best thing that you could possibly do is to pull over that big honking eighteen wheeler, turn your flashers on, call nine one one, and block traffic enough that people are not going to then collide into a wreck. That is one of the biggest dangers that there is in terms of responding to a vehicle, any type of motor collision, is that you are working a wreck and somebody hits you. Well, so if you come up on a wreck. Just call nine one one. Here's a here's a story that to this day bothers me. Absolutely infuriates me. There was a storm that came through town. Just everybody, and of course, anytime it rains, we often know that there is going to be a wreck on the local turnpike. Turnpikes just as I'm sure they have them in other countries where people you know pay money to get on and drive 85 miles an hour. Uh-huh, so basically, uh-huh. we always know when it rains, there's going to be some idiot that doesn't realize that you have to slow down. We get a call from somebody who says he saw a car flip and go off a bridge. Good God. We proceed to go out and check a few of the bridges that were down this turnpike. The person who called it in did not stop. Did not say what mile marker it was on. Just said, I saw a car go off a bridge south, going south on the turnpike. Oh, cool. Never stopped, never did anything, but just said, oh, by the way. We never found out who that person was. Wow. We went to all the bridges, found nothing. And as we are leaving, one of the local first responders in his own personal vehicle, who was out, of course, hearing the call, stopped, got out of his vehicle, and happened to see a tire what he thought was a car tire sticking out from under the water. He then radios us. We end up stopping. Long story short, one of my partners at the time jumps off a freaking bridge into the raging waters and pulls a woman out from underneath this vehicle who survives. Oh, my God. He then dives back under, goes under the vehicle, and unfortunately could not get the seatbelt off the second one. Oh, my God. So... This, of course, was one of these times of like, if this idiot had not wasted 15 minutes of our time of us driving up and down the road, maybe, 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 yes. maybe we could have got there. Know time. where you're at. Be specific. Yes. Or just stop. Just stop. Just yes. stop. He didn't stop. And Flag so, down whoever the cop comes by. And so naturally, our first response was, we need to find out who this individual is. What and kind of sue. And never did. Oh he did God. not. The dispatcher never got a name. Called from a cell phone, local mm. thing, didn't have a call back. It was one of those, so it was just super irritating. That's dark as yes, well. Yes, that was very, that shouldn't, that well, and should that's be why I, something else. <laughs> so of course, less, some dark stories. Well, uh, well, and I know, I realized, I was like, that's kind of dark. But I was, as I was driving, because driving an 18 wheeler, I'm going to see a lot of things. And I've seen several wrecks, but nothing too terrible. But I was thinking, what if I see this head on collision out in the middle of nowhere? And then I was thinking, okay, you know, in the movies, I'm like, oh, your gas is leaking. Oh, this over here is sparking. Do I pull them from the car? That that happens very rarely. Very, very, very rarely. 
I mean, that, that, that whole thing of a vehicle blowing so, up. So there's nothing I should physically do for the person. Unless the vehicle is on fire. Unless it's on fire, okay. Get your fire extinguisher out and go put it out. Okay. That's that's basically it. I, like I saw that, I was I was worried about that. I was like, "What would you, WWJD?" <laughs> what would yes, Jerry that's do? what all those armbands mean. WWJD. What would Jerry do? We should sell those. <laughs> we should buy a bunch of those and sell them. Sir Meeple, you could sell those. What uh, would Jerry do? Hard merge. Uh, several weeks ago. Under Falling Skies came back into stock on cool stuff. I because I ordered Under Falling Skies, literally one copy left. I'm waiting, waiting for a week for my copy to come in. It never comes. You mean Falling Skies, the Noah Wiley show on TNT? <laughs> that was a good show. I, I enjoyed that show. I couldn't watch it. You know why? Why? I watched Noah Wiley. Noah Wiley. Here's why. <laughs> I watched like the first two or three episodes and it got to the aliens and you know the sound that aliens make? Of Same the, as Predator. Of the raptors. The raptors. They are raptors. the raptors off Jurassic oh, Park. Yeah, 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 I yeah. cannot stand that type of ripoff. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Under uh, Falling Scott did not come in. I had received an email from Cool Stuff. Didn't pay attention. Just thought it was there. Hey, this is where your game's at. We're shipping it to you. Go back to it like a week and a half later, and the email is not, oh, yeah, we're shipping your game to it. The email is, hey, so remember that game you ordered? We couldn't find it. <laughs> and I was like, what? They said, sorry, Chicken Little. Sorry, the sky sorry, isn't falling sky. for you. We couldn't find it, bro. So you can uh, either get your money back or order a different game. I was like, oh, man, well, Under Falling Sky is like one of the few games I have heard of. I'm not in the board game realm despite this podcast. I'm not keeping up with what's hot, what's not. I'm not on BGG all the time looking at the hotness. So I said, give me my money back. And I just got my money back. I won't talk about something real fast. Go ahead. First off, since this is going long, we'll skip the spill. It's you? not going long. It's not going long. It's okay if we're over. You know what? Our one of our most downloaded podcasts, one fifty three hours long. That's because people love us. Go long. I'm not going long. That's what uh, Troy Aikman said to Michael Irvin. Foot long cheese coney. Go long. All right, foot long cheese coney here. John Taylor. This Joe Montana. Spiel. Joe Montana to John Taylor. That's go long. Joe Man Mammoth. Joe Man Mammoth. Joe Man. It's a very hairy Joe Namath. Frozen in ember. Yes, he coated himself in honey. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny, but it is. Um, the spiel does Yarez. I'm concerned about our touchy subjects we discussed earlier in this podcast. I'm not going to apologize. I've literally, uh, I remained very neutral, and literally nothing I said had any impact. I know, but that's okay because I was drinking and I went hard. If you could be one actor. <sighs> I know who I'd be. I, without a doubt. Popped in my head right now. No, I'm it kidding. popped in my head right away. Okay, tell me who. Tom Cruise. <sighs> Tom Cruise has made freaking amazing movies. Continues. He's 50 plus years old. He'll be jumping up on couches. Looks amazing. Leonardo DiCaprio. He's a weirdo. Leonardo He's DiCaprio. a weirdo. Leonardo DiCaprio. Because he is actually. But Tom Cruise is like. 500 millionaire. I don't care about the money. Leonardo oh, has do. respect. I don't. <laughs> Besides, Leo. Oh, wait. Leo. He's rich. Yeah. He got and money. All he dates is models. That's all he does. That's all he does. That's Tom, literally Tom all Cruise he does. Is, you know what? Hey, I'm going Leo too. Tom, Tom I'm Cruise. Going, I'm fracked on. I'm going Leo. Tom Cruise has just had failed relationship after failed relationship. <laughs> but he's, um, I love all his movies. It doesn't matter. I didn't Even ask his, whose movies you liked. I said, which actor you want to be like? Well, I related to the movies I like. And I like all Tom's movies. Oblivion, one of the his worst movies. I love it. What m- worst movies? Oblivion's one of his best. But it failed at the box office that, that for a Tom Cruise. That doesn't mean anything. You're, you, I keep forgetting that you judge everything by general metrics. You're doing by quality. Oblivion was an amazing film. Not according to the critics. That's what I just said. I just said that. No, not the critics. I'm talking and I'm about not a critic. Watching. Like they know more than I do. No, they don't. They look at things technically. No, they don't. They do too. They do not. There is a. I, I will follow slash film. I would. I would take your opinion over 
a critic any day. You never take my opinion. Your your opinion sucks. But your <laughs> opinion sucks less. My suck opinion? Yes, suck opinion. <laughs> your opinion sucks less than All most. All right, we need to talk about Martin Wallace's suck opinion. Talking about something that sucks. Deck builders. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm mad. That's what's got me mad. It's not the Goonies. That's what's, been, that's what's been in your crawl this whole time. That's what's up in my fiduity. <laughs> it's not fiduity. Bruno. <laughs> it's not Jamie. It's the Low fact hanging fruit. that I have been let... Low-hanging fiduity. <laughs> Go ahead. I have been let down by my hero. We don't need another hero. So Martin Wallace has a game called Rocket Men. M-E-N. I don't know why... I guess you have Plural, to... because you're not the only one up there. Right. Uh, Martin Wallace released this game from Phalex Games. I can't say Phalex. I can't make me say Phallus. I want to say Phalex Games. I, I, I laugh <laughs> any time. But so, anyways, FYI, Phalex Games is the same guys who did uh, Race to the Rhine, a very respectable solo three-player. Nice first-player market you got there. <laughs> They actually, on the Kickstarter, and I don't have the marker, but they did send a rocket uh, with a launch pad first player marker that I am uncomfortable with. Launch pad McDuck. Anyways, in Rocket Men by Martin Wallace, who I have a lot of respect for, and both Felix, too, I really didn't like Race to Ryan. I've also kickstarted their other uh, reiteration of Race to Ryan, which leads me right now. Race to what? Race to. Race to the Rhine. Never heard of that. It's a great game. Um, anyways, Rocket Man is a deck builder, which I'm not a big fan of, but I thought Martin Wallace, he'll put a twist on it. Twist. Twist. Straight up with a twist. And basically, it's there is no twist. The twist is... It sucks. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is like... M. Night They'll Sh- never see this coming. <laughs> I'm a Martin Wallace. M. Night Shyamalan. You think this is going to be good? No. <laughs> the twist is it sucks. <laughs> the twist is you knew it all along. Oh. So in this game, you are trying to. They are almost professional level comedians. You are trying to take your little in your little space um, corporation and send various objects up into space to Mars and to the moon. And you do this through a deck building mechanic. You draw six cards, and on those cards are various symbols. Some of them have to do with technology. Some of them have to do with money. Some of them have to do with actual rockets. And it's multi-use cards. You One of these cards might have a mission on it, and that mission is send a satellite to the moon or send a rocket to Mars. And it has the requirements that it takes to do that mission. And so you play that mission out, and then you start collecting the various cards that you need to fulfill that mission. And as you are paying for those cards, utilizing cards that have money on them or the various resources, you set them off to the side. Eventually, you have enough rockets and enough material to launch your mission. And the way that your mission either succeeds or fails is through this deck of cards, which are basically success and fail cards, which you just simply flip over, push your luck, and see if you make it. This game should be a light, super quick, entry-level deck-building game. This should have been cut down and, and streamlined. Instead, it is bloated with cheap, low-end components, and quite frankly, is beneath Mr. Wallace, in my opinion. Without a doubt, this is... I have, and I said this to Gabby prior to this. I love just about every one of Martin Wallace's games. My end. The only one that I felt kind of meh about was Hit Zero, which is the light little zombie uh, game that he come out with. That, never played it. it uh, yes, you have. You don't remember it. No, we never played it. You had it. You played it solo. I never played it. Uh, it, it was fine. It was meh. I have never disliked a Martin Wallace game. I think I dislike this game. I really do. Mainly because you should, because it's deck builder, and you don't. It, it is, it is deck building in its most basic form. Yes, and you're launching. That's your uh, attack, or you're buying. And there's, it's not even a real good deck builder. No, it's not. And they they frame it as a race, the space race. And there's not much of a race. And here's the thing. So first off, the game does not make it clear 
that you need to progress. You need to do satellites and everything else. And so when Gobby was griping about this game, because Gobby played it before I did solo, he says, I, I couldn't do anything, I couldn't do anything. I go, well, let's play it. We got about a few minutes in the first game that we played of it, and I said, you know what, let's restart. I think I figure out where we went wrong. You have to progress. You have to send satellites and go up and up and up. You know, choose your missions carefully. Because when you successfully do a mission, it then gives you this ongoing bonus. Right. I said, that's 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 that that will change the game completely. And you would build them up, enabling you to go further and further. So we didn't begin to play the game the right way. And as we're playing this game, I realized, oh, this is very, very frustrating because sometimes on your turn, you do literally nothing. Yes. You draw up six cards. You look at them and go, this is not what I need. <laughs> These are all crap. I guess I can discard them. And my turn is over. That happened multiple times. That's why I was saying, of all the deck building games, uh, no, I would never. Marvel Legendary, you may have a crappy hand, but you can always at least buy something to slightly improve your deck. So let me explain a turn to you in Rocket Man that this is literally one of the dumbest deck builders I have ever played and it hurts me to say this I am going to send a rocket to the moon I play that card out and that card says okay you need four or five rocket cards in your little launch pad and also these certain types of technology cards that's what you need to succeed before you can launch okay so now I draw up my turn's over now I draw up six more cards and I look at them and what am I looking for it's a treasure hunt I am basically looking for rocket cards, the money cards that I'll use to pay for said rocket cards, and the technology cards. The technology that enables you to go up a couple spaces in order to basically cheat the launch. So like you need, like say you need to launch to Earth requires you to be up, I don't know, 10 or 12 spaces. Well, if you have the technology that requires to go to Earth, you need that specific technology was like a microchip. If you place... Two microchips, you can go up two spaces. Three microchips, three spaces. Then you can start drawing the cards when you decide to launch and enable you to go whatever they randomly are. Correct. So basically, you kind of know what cards you have in your deck. And while you're doing this, that's all you're doing is just trashing your deck, digging through them, and trying to find cards. It is literally, this is 52-card pickup if it was deck building. It would literally have been more thematic if you would have taken a deck of cards, splayed them out all over the table, and said, set a timer. You've got 30 seconds to grab what cards you need. I think that would have been more exciting than this game. The miniatures that come in this, because this is the Kickstarter side, are useless, useless, trash. Pointless. I, that the, the miniatures that and came with this that came with this Kickstarter made me angry because hey Jerry didn't send me with a box that came in so I'm like looking like what is the point of these literally nothing you have these chits in the base game that okay you want to go to the moon you put the chit on the moon if you succeed you put that chit in this desired location this whole game is chit. The, the 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 miniatures literally just take the place. They're they're eye candy. I don't understand. Anyways, and so, they're not even that good. No, they're not that good. This game to me, this game should have been if he was going to do it, like you said, just make it a straight up card game. Right, a straight up deck builder, a space race deck builder card game, Dominion style. And here's here's the thing: without a board, without the. F- that exists. Yes. That game already exists. Exactly. You know what game that is? That's that Leaving Earth. I sent that to Christian. That is exactly what that is. It is a card game where you're pushing your luck and doing a little bit of math. It's But that's not a deck builder, is it? Yes, there's some deck building aspects uh, okay. of it. But But this game would have been I'm saying this game Leaving Earth way ahead of this game. Oh yeah. Never played it. But if you're going to make this game that's just a deck builder Make it Dominion style. This is awful. Just forget the stupid board and all that crap you're putting out there. If you would have just put this game out in front of me and played it and asked me, number one, who who was who what company made this game? I'd say like, well, this is particularly cheap. Games. No, I'd say it's particularly cheap components. 
Falix Games does excellent components. Oh, really? Excellent. Uh, what, components. Are, what are the games they got? You've never played them because they're war games. Oh, okay. You've never played them. Uh, but uh, I don't like war. I'm a man of peace. But they, uh, they, peace they and love. they're up there with like Academy Games. They do some really good stuff, mm-hmm. and I've really liked them. I would not have thought that this was done by a reputable company, and I would never have thought that this was done by Martin Wallace. So I can't, I can't even. That's why I'm. You've mad. been let down. I have been extremely let down because this was the first letdown I've ever had by Martin Wallace. I guess sometimes now you can't knock them all out of the park. You can't knock them all out of the park. But this really seems like unless this, you're a board game snobs podcast, we knock every one of these episodes out. Of this the park. seems like he needed. They needed a game. I need some money. I need some money. <laughs> Somebody need make me a game. And they're like, well, we'll make this deck builder and we'll do this and do that. And right, it just we'll cut you a check. You the, make us a game. Just the quality, the components are, are trash. The solo is trash. I, I have never been so disappointed by a Martin Wallace game. The in my solo life. made me literally angry. This and is, I called Jerry and I was like, this and I didn't want to play it, but Jerry's like, no, I've heard you need to play it at least with one a, a multiplayer game. I was like, I don't want to play it. I've played it solo. I don't want to play it. It's a the most basic deck builder. We played it two player. Jerry made it further into this game than I thought he would. I was I was upset from the beginning, and I kept telling myself I'm playing it wrong. I'm playing it wrong. I'm playing it wrong. Uh, no. So there you go. Not every game is an. But that's just our opinion. For those that like deck no, building, no, this might be for no, you. No, no. You're about to, you're not, <laughs> So I'm already mad. I'm already mad because I hate it when you say Do that. Do you love cards? Can I? Can Do I? Do you s- love deck building? No, this no. game might be for you. No, this game is not for any deck builder. No, I'm just joking. No, play Marvel Legendary any day of the I week. Play I Dominion. I've never played Dominion. Play Dominion before you play this game. I haven't played Marvel Legendary yet. I hate it when you. I thought we played it. I haven't got to play it. You had it. Oh, I played it. I times. hate it when you say this is just our opinion that is implied absolutely implied i just say that for joke i don't have an opinion i have facts and i will tell you i will will fight you if you say this game is good i did not no no i'm not saying you i'm saying to our listeners anybody who rates this game higher than a five meet me in five higher than a five i can understand if someone says this is a five Meet me behind CeCe's Pizza in the alleyway. I will fight you. Ooh, I love their chocolate pizza. I love their chocolate pizza. You should not have chocolate on a pizza. You shouldn't. It shouldn't work. But it does. It really does. Have you tried their Oreo pizza? I didn't know that was a thing. There's Oreo and there's cookie pizza. I am, and I'm one of those weird people that I don't think that pineapple on pizza is controversial. I like any. Ugh. I enjoy a sweet pie. Don't put no fruit on my old pizza. I like it. Well, I like Supreme pizza. There's literally the only Supreme pe- is veggies. They they don't have a sweetness to them. I know, but I don't want a fruit on my pizza. But but sweetness with ham though works, and that's why you do it with Canadian bacon. We've had this conversation. And sweet and savory, and you've been wrong. No, no, yes, you're no. wrong. You're wrong. Pineapple does not belong on a pizza. Yes, it does. No, no. Who are not. you to determine? I okay, question, determined. question, question. How dare what you? What about salty? Does salty belong on a pizza? Uh, in pepperoni salty? Nope. Okay, then I don't know what would what would salty be. You've never had anchovies, which is oh. which just proves that oh. that that you are ignorant to uh. pizzas. You're valid. You are not uh. valid. I don't eat little baby dead fish on a pizza. They're that they're they're good. <laughs> no, they're fish. It's disgusting. How dare you? I don't like fish. Period. Unless it's fried at Captain D's. I'm calling. Oh God. That's it. I'm so mad. This episode has upset me. This whole episode, from beginning to end, is just anger. You brought up for duty, (laughs) number one. And then the Facebook thing with the Goonies. For duty, Goonies. You brought up Goonies, not me. For duty, Goonies. For duty, Goonies. And Comrade Stagmire. (laughs) And now Martin Wallace. Literally, everybody has failed me this episode. Oh. But hey, real quick. What? So after several games, this game day that we played several games, <laughs> it, was, it was redundant. Your mental mentality is showing to be quite slow. Mentality. We said, hey, you know what? We're tired of playing all these terrible, terrible games. Let's, I am. I'm let's, done. Let's, let's go to one that we know is good. I know. Yukon Airways. I did. And we did. We played it. I enjoyed it. You acted it like you couldn't remember it. 
I, we had played it three years ago. I made fun of you. I made fun of you for not remembering it, and then I beat you. You doubled so. my score. I didn't so realize. I, clearly, I thought you were joking. I thought you were joking. You were like, why is there dice in this game? Where did these dice come from? Like, no. Like, Yukon Airways by Luda Nova Games. You can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. And all. I can do it real good because it I was, doubled your score. There he goes bragging again. Oh, yeah, baby. Yukon Airways, a pickup and deliver game, Jerry. Do you realize that? I hate pickup and deliver. <laughs> do you realize I that? hate dice placement, pickup and <laughs> deliver. This game does them both. Dick building. It does them both extremely well. Oh, it has dice in it. Yukon Airways and you do place is them. a great. And, and and upon okay, in my mind, I had this game going one way, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I was really tanning it up." I won this game because I really ran that Christmas tree up. Christmas trees. But in this game, I was like, "Oh man, this game is way tighter than I remember." Like as far as you uh, manipulating your player board in front mm-hmm. of you and all, getting all those bonuses and options. Yukon Airways still good, still approved by board game snobs. Just FYI. Uh, I think we're going to have Mike Langford on next time. He's, really? He Facebooked me and said that he wanted to be on. He, he, he wants to talk to you about Australian politics and <laughs> your use of language. That's not me. That's you. You're the one that's always doing the impersonations. Hey, look, your son's back on. Daddy, you've been with Gobby all day now. Can you come home, Daddy? Put the whiskey down and drive home sober, Daddy. Listen. I won't do business with you if you're drinking, Daddy. <laughs> Is that you, Bruno? It's Jack, Daddy. That's stupid. All your jokes are stupid. This whole episode's been stupid. Hey, I am you upset. Started. Goodbye, Jack. I am upset. Goodbye, Bobby. Just, just stop it. I'm not doing anything. You are. And Mike says he doesn't like your impersonation. I'm not imper- That is Jack. I can't help what Jack says and does. I'm out of here. All right. Jerry's out of here. This has been episode 150, blah, blah, blah. I'm going to grab about Spilled as Yars on the next one. Spilled as Yars nominees will be on the next one. <laughs> They'll probably be out and won by well, then. June. June. Oh, June? June oh, we got a few, we got a few we, weeks for we that. chance. Until next time, I'm Gabby. Send us a hate mail at boardgamestobs at gmail.com. Voicemails. Tell, tell me about pineapple on your pizza. You know you love it. Voicemails. I'm Gabby. That's Jerry. Bye-bye. You know you love it. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.